Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of Goldman On The Go podcast, where we connect with our favourite partners, our supplier partners in the hotel cruise and tour space. Um, today, look, I always say I'm excited at the beginning of these podcasts, but today is of extra excitement. I will confess, it's just after 5pm here in the afternoon, I had to sip a Negroni talking to this wonderful um, hotel brand, um, more than a brand, we have uh, the wonderful, wonderful partners for Mandarin Oriental Hotels with us today. So we have Greg Liddell. Greg is the General Manager and Area Vice President Operations for the Mandarin Oriental Ritz in Madrid. And we have Peter Hessian, who is Mr. Mandarin Oriental here in Australia, who we work very, very closely with uh, on all our client trips. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Good morning from Madrid. Great to be with you. Now, you will already recognise, and we have to basically reveal it up front, Greg is an Australian um, and, you know, is much loved by the advisor community here in Australia. And uh, it's great to connect, Greg. How are you? I'm really well. I'm very excited to be talking to my homeland, to say the least. And brilliant to brilliant to be touching base with you, Anthony, as always. Now, the last time we saw each other was on the terrace on the Chow Prior River in Bangkok when you were leading up the Mandarin Oriental Bangkok. And in the time before that, you joined me at breakfast at the Mandarin Oriental Barcelona before I hopped on a Region 7 Seas cruise. That's exactly right. And how time flies, hey? Incredible. I know. I know. It's just, you know, it seems like forever ago, but it wasn't really forever ago. And uh, it's just so good uh, for you to join us. And uh, Peter, how are you? Very well. Very well. Thank you, Anthony. Riding the wave like all of us here back in Australia. Exactly. But we can see light at the end of the tunnel, which is amazing. Yeah. Before we started the recording, you were saying that you've seen a pickup in big bookings from clients around Australia? Absolutely. Uh, the last, I would say, two to three weeks, there's been huge uh, interest for Europe in 2022. Yeah. Um, so I find that very positive and, you know, great, great science, actually. And your advice would be to, if you've got a favourite Mandarin Oriental hotel and want specific dates next year, you'd, you'd be jumping in right now, wouldn't you? Absolutely, sure. Yeah, and yeah. we're re we're ready for you. You know, we're we're all we're all ready and open for you guys. So that's fantastic. Um, but it's important that you do. I think I think people are thinking about booking ahead, and I think that's important because um, Europe has opened up a lot quicker than us down here so they're already bubbling so we need yeah. to if we if there is interest we need to tap it sure and um obviously the goldman group including travel call uh, is a long-standing fan club member uh, so you get all those wonderful benefits and uh you know i know our clients love uh, being a fan when they when they uh, stay at mandarin oriental hotels well, nobody, nobody gets more benefits than anybody walking through Travel Call, quite honestly, uh, right. or Goldman Group, because you guys have got it covered with a fan club of Virtuoso, you've got it covered. Fabulous. Thanks, Pete. 
Um, so before we throw back to Greg, obviously there's so much news in the Mandarin Oriental world. And I know we wanted to highlight a few things before we specifically talked about uh, Madrid with Greg. Um, hey, what's happening in uh, Turkey? There, there's some news coming out of Mandarin Oriental in Turkey. Yep, we've just opened up Mandarin Oriental Bosphorus in Istanbul, which um, is a gorgeous 100 room suite property right on the Bosphorus. Um, and it will, it will be perfectly aligned with our resort property in Bodrum, uh, which is an hour, 10 minute flight away from Istanbul. Um, and I think will work very well with the Australian market. Um, both are very, very exclusive. You get your own private space. Um, they're not huge properties. Uh, so I think it'll attract the Australian guest. And that's, something, and that's something that really hit me when I visited the Mandarin Oriental. We were together in Beijing. Correct. Uh, Correct. In, 20, in 2019. Uh, I think it was around May, June 2019. Yeah, when we just and, opened, yeah. And that property, I mean, it felt like, you know, I think the smaller properties are doing, uh, is certainly a trend, isn't it? It is, and I think we were able to, to give that Mandarin Oriental service um, so well in the smaller properties. Um, and like Greg would be able to agree here as well because he's been at our two of our most iconic being Bangkok and the Ritz Madrid. Um, the, the way we do service is not, we don't do it stock standard. It's, mm. it's very, um, you know, pride of place and things like that. So, yeah. Sure. So that's Istanbul and... Uh... Istanbul and, and Bodrum. They're, they're big sellers for the Australian market. Uh, and then we're opening two new properties in Vietnam, which I think will be exciting. Uh, Ho Chi Minh City in a very um, uh, prime location right in the centre and also a new resort property in Da Nang. So um, that will, Da Nang, that'll be, that'll be exciting. Yeah, that'll be fabulous. I mean, we, uh, we send a lot of our clients to a Da Nang, um, Hoi An obviously down the road and uh, certainly that combination will also. It's great that MO have got these two property strategy in some of these countries yeah, and locations so you that, can I think that, go I to think both. that's what clients are going to be after now. I yeah. think they're yeah. going to reduce probably the number of destinations they go to. Sure. But they will have a longer stay. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And then obviously one of the iconic MOs, I mean, so many iconic MOs, Hong Kong. Well, of course it's iconic. It was. Hong Kong is, is where we all started, 1963. That's right. That's right. Um, you, know, you know, one of my favourite dinners of all time with you was in the Krug room. Exactly. Never yeah. forget it. Never forget that dinner. Yeah, that was a very special. special so what's anything new at that hotel? We have just introduced a club level, um, which is called the Mandarin Club. Uh, so it's available complimentary to all sweet guests. And uh, as a, a, a small surcharge, if you're in a room and you wish to have that extra luxury of having the club level, um, and I think it'll be, I think it'll be a great thing for for the hotel. And mm. we've also introduced a couple of new um, 
food and beverage offerings there, which is exciting as well. So right. Hong Kong, the flagship is doing well. It's fabulous how during this time, during this blur of 18, 19 months, uh, hotel uh, groups like MO, Mandarin Oriental, have really progressed and, and developed. So congratulations to everyone. Um, we're going to fly over to Madrid. Um, the Ritz, an icon in Madrid, Spain, has become a Mandarin Oriental, reinvented old world luxury for the new generation. Greg, are you like run off your feet? Are you taking a breath? No, not quite. And, 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 and certainly very, very busy, <laughs> as you suggest, Anthony, but, but delighted to be here. So I had the, the fortune of moving to Spain from Bangkok uh, in August of last year. Uh, we opened in April of this year. Um, so we're 153 rooms and suites, uh, 53 suites, in fact. So we've got a big complement of, of suite product um, here at the hotel. Um, so it's, it's a property, um, Anthony, that, that opened originally um, in 1910 as the Ritz, the famous Ritz done by Cesar Ritz. Um, so and you know why Cesar Ritz, Alfonso XIII, which was the 20-year-old monarch, was planning his wedding. That's exactly and he right. said that Madrid lacked a cosmopolitan hotel for the absolute elite. So he called his mates, Cesar Ritz, and said, build a hotel for me. There you go. There you go. There is an incredible amount of history uh, and, and stories to tell. But you know, back in the day, I think up until at least the 50s, uh, we were considered a luxurious hotel because we happened to have a bathroom on every floor of the hotel. Um, wow. you know, so look, look at how we've evolved. Quite mm. incredible. So here we are. Um, we, we, we as a group purchased the hotel in, in 2015. Um, and we proceeded to close the hotel after three years or, or thereabouts of planning. We closed the hotel in 2018 for, for a complete and comprehensive restoration um, of the property. So we were closed for three years. As I say, we opened our doors uh, in April. So we reduced the number of rooms um, by about 20 rooms to create more suites. Um, but the key emphasis for us um, not dissimilar to Bangkok, and I'll draw a couple of parallels to Bank Bangkok in a moment, but the key was to preserve that history and that legacy that comes with the Ritz um, Hotel. So hence, we are called Mandarin Oriental Ritz Madrid. You know, Ritz still very much forms part of the experience. So yeah, it's always a challenge, cool. isn't it? It's it always is. a challenge. Yeah, it is. I think if you if you look at us, um, and you, you, you look at uh, Bangkok, for example, you enter the lobby of Bangkok at 6 p.m. of an evening. You know, the orchestra is playing. There's probably a wedding about to take place from the local community, the high society mm. there. And that sense of place is, is just, you know, it's second to none. Um, and that's exactly what one would see here in Madrid. So you, you, you have very, very strong sense of place. There is, there is a very strong connection to the local community. So... With that, we've got five food and beverage outlets, um, and we've got one of one of the most famous, if not the most famous chef at the moment in Spain that's running all of our outlets, not just the gastronomic restaurant, but if not all of them. Um, you know, of course, we're still operating the iconic garden. That's the place to be in Madrid. Mm. Um, so it's it's just it's enormously exciting. Um, so putting aside 
you know, the, the, the investment, which was significant um, in restoring the property, the sense of place is, is overwhelming. But again, like Bangkok, you know, the average tenure of staff, 22 years plus. So, you know, you, you, you're looking at a, at a, at a team um, that have been here for a very, very long time, complemented by new team, new team members, because we've had to grow the number of people um, to, to deliver the service. But that's exactly the same scenario you would find in, in, in Bangkok. So lots of parallels there and really, really, really exciting. I think Madrid as a destination, perhaps in, in years past, um, wasn't necessarily on the forefront of people's minds. And, and maybe it was just Barcelona. It was San Sebastian in the north, you know, potentially the Balearic Islands because of the cruise business and cruise elements. Um, Madrid is, 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 is um, you know, on an upward trajectory. It's the place to mm -hmm. be. It's probably one of the most thriving capitals of, of, of Europe right now. Um, and of course, we're smack bang in the middle of, of, of Madrid. Our, our neighbors are the Prado Museum. You know, opposite us is the Thyssen Museum, the Reina Sofia Museum. I mean, the list goes on. So we're, we're so, right yeah. in the Golden Triangle. And it's known as the Golden Triangle of Art, I was reading. And uh, you're yeah, just surrounded by all these wonderful, wonderful, wonderful uh, museums. And uh, I was also, during my research, uh, looking at some wonderful uh, images of the new spa. Yeah, so something, something that the Ritz didn't have in its past was, was a comprehensive spa, pool and gym facility. Um, so that's now been incorporated into the restoration. So it really is a, a, a complete um, you know, and comprehensive product offering now. I mean, it, it, it's it, it coupled, coupled that with the the gastronomic elements, which, you know, I, I think in Spain, we're, we're known for our gastronomy and certainly from uh, all of the Australian visitation I've seen in the past, particularly in my time in Barcelona. Now, that's one of the key focal points. Um, you have that and more here in Madrid, um, not just with us, but of course, outside of the hotel. So it's, it's going to be a very, very exciting place for um, our wonderful Aussie clients to visit. Um, and travel partners. So I'm, I'm super excited by that, Anthony. Yeah, is it a three, four night stay for Australians, do you think? Interesting that you that you bring that up because, you know, I think to, to Peter's point earlier, we're seeing now, you know, just in terms of global trends, I thought it might be interesting to mention mm. that, that there's a lot of pent up demand to travel. Um, so those that can travel, you know, the South American, Central American and American markets, the floodgates have opened um, and Europe is busy. Europe is busy and we are busy, which is, which is really great news. Um, if, I, if I take Madrid as a destination, I think you want to be looking at about five nights. Wow, um, okay. You, you'll, cover, you'll cover Madrid itself in two to three days um, with the gastronomic offering, the museum and art and culture offerings, walking tours. Um, you know, absolutely fantastic. There's a lot of culture. There's a lot of beauty it's a very majestic city but i would tag on two nights because within the vicinity of madrid one hour away either on high speed train and or driving you've got 17 unesco heritage sites to visit which is yeah wow. you don't find anywhere else in the world and in fact the center of madrid and where the hotel is located um, we've, we've just been recognized as a UNESCO, a UNESCO World Heritage Site also. So 
there's so much to see and, and, and do, not just in Madrid, but in the vicinity, but you'll, 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 you know, you'll pass five nights with your eyes closed. So that's um, the Paseo del Prado. Is that the, is that, that was listed as a World Heritage Site in July, is that right? That's exactly right. And, and, and all of that came about a collaboration um, with the museums, the hotel, um, the, the famous Retiro Park, um, you know, so our, our version of the Botanical Gardens um, in Sydney. Yeah, all sure. of that, we, we, we all came together and, and you know, we've been listed as, as UNESCO World Heritage, which is for us enormous news. It's big, big news. So uh, clearly that means that one morning, Greg, you just can't wake up and give the front of the hotel a quick paint job. No, no, we, 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 <laughs> said, uh, we tried that, Anthony, but three years later we worked out that wasn't possible. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no. So here we are, three years later. Which, which leads me, you know, should actually talk about you a little bit. It would be totally rude not to talk about you. But uh, the do you feel like a custodian of a piece of history? Yeah, look, we, we, we you know, in, in any of these types of restorations, you know, we, we did, you know, a significant restoration in Bangkok, you know, so we've done the author's wing five years yeah. back and two, two years back we completed the river wing. Um, people that have been going to these hotels for for generations, frankly, um, you know, you're, one's always really, really cautious not to not to upset the legacy that's existed for so long. So, yeah, you do approach it, and you know, there is a sense of uh, one being very tentative and careful and almost nervous about what people are going to say. So that that's 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 in one's mind. You know, on the flip side, of course, you've got to upgrade your product. You've got to you've got to you've got to move into the 21st century, and I think that's very much reflected in our room and suite product. Having said that, because we're a protected building of 100, you know, 110 years uh, of age, um, there are certain elements that we couldn't touch. So be, be that the pillars, be that certain elements of stone. We have the original sh chandeliers. They're 110 years old. The wall sconces wow. are 110 years old. Um, so yes, you know, you, 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 you're, 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 you're very conscious of that. And I think on the flip side, you know, that's why we've retained um, colleagues that didn't work for three years. We kept on all of the former Ritz Brigade, our colleagues, for three years because we wanted to open with them and we complemented them with an additional 100 colleagues um, to get up to, to sort of you know, 380 colleagues you know, for 153 rooms in Spain is unheard of. Yeah, um, that's so a high, uh, very high ratio, isn't it? That's that's a high ratio. So, you know, that, that, that obviously... Um, you know, is, is where we get to deliver the service. We get to deliver the experience. And it's, you know, I think to Peter's point before, um, it's that bespoke service. It's that setting up of your, your, your stay through your wonderful team. Um, Anthony, pre-visit, pre you know, so people generally come here and the agendas are largely fixed and set in stone. Um, obviously, we manoeuvre and, and adapt as, as and when necessary. Um, you know, people, people like to see different things. Um, you know, and I'll, I'll give you an example of a number of different experiences, but we've got we've got access to um, Vega Sicilia, which, you know, perhaps um, would be would be the Penfold Grange of Australia. Um, no one has access to that. We're the only hotel in, 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 in frankly, in the world that has access mm. to their vineyards. Um, we serve their wines by the glass. Um, we do we do day trips. Um, there, you know, for the wine lovers, that's an unforgettable experience, and that's just one of many, many, many examples 
um, of things people are going to be able to do here in Spain. And and, and your uh, and obviously your Goldman Travacall advisor can work with the hotel prior to arrival, um, uh, or sometimes the guests will arrive and change plans and speak to the concierge and and just be quite fluid in their arrangements as well. I would imagine. Hundred percent, um, Anthony, and for you know our selected travel partners, you know, that form part of our, our, our wonderful fan club. Um, you know, we would we would always go out of our way to reach out to your your um, team, Anthony, be it at Travel Call, be it at Goldman, um, and, and provide a whole sort of plethora of choices um, in trying to get to know the client before they come here so that yeah. so that we sort of button a lot of that up. But certainly, I think to your second point there, of course, the you know things things get adapted as and when people arrive and um, you know that 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 is is a given. Absolutely, it's part of the part of the part of the business that we're in. So winding back the clock, uh, Greg, uh, your career in Chiang Mai, Hong Kong, Barcelona, Bangkok, Madrid. I mean, are you trying to like stick pins into a map and cover as many parts of the world as you can before you're uh, um, before you're yeah. like eighty or ninety years old? Look, I think if if you if if you say that in front of my wife, she she'll probably give me a bit. Of <laughs> let's, let's stop moving so much. But um, you know, the reality is, it has been great to move. Um, you know, my, my my wife has um, you know older children from a previous life, um, so together we we don't have kids, so we tend to get kicked around a little bit, you know, and 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 tend to get told to move. <laughs> um, so that's that's kind of what's happened there. But we we I have to say. Um, yeah, we're absolutely thrilled, although it was very difficult to leave Bangkok. And, and you know, what, what a wonderful hotel that is. Um, so after after four years there, it was difficult to leave, but we're thrilled to be here. That's that's the reality. Um, Spain is is just an incredible, incredible place to be. And of course, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm um, obviously close to Barcelona. Um, mm. and, and as you know, um, Anthony had, had, a, had an absolute blast. Um, in, in Barcelona, and that continues just to be a, a wonderful, wonderful city. Um, you know, our property there is thriving. It's a very different product to what we've seen in Madrid. You know, this is this is you know, the, 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 the the legacy of the Ritz. It's the history um, steeped in a majestic city, and I think Barcelona is that contemporary, thriving, mm. um, modern, almost city that's that, that's got its own art, funky element to it. Um, so it's, it's it's really exciting. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing you, yeah. my friend. Oh, one day, one day when we're allowed out of uh, our wonderful country. I remember when we were in Bangkok and we were talking about at the end of a day, whatever time that is for a general manager of a luxury hotel, whether it's at, you can escape at six, 10 o'clock at night, depending on what's going on. You sort of take off your, your suit and can relax. And in Bangkok, I know you had some wonderful local places where you used to go and grab a cold beer and, and a nice pad tie or whatever it was. Have you discovered many of those places in Madrid? Yeah, we, we yeah, I, 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 it's one of my first priorities is to go and find a, a good bar as a good Aussie would. Um, so I've got, I think I've got that pretty much down pat after 12 months. Um, <laughs> so rest assured, I'll be delighted um, to take you on a tour of my, um, my, my, my jaunts. And I think in, in Australia, we'd call that a pub crawl, wouldn't we? Oh, God forbid you call that in Madrid a pub <laughs> call. Peter's squirming in his seat, I can see. Uh, I know. Peter, where, where are you going to hop on a plane uh, when we can get out of here? I know you've got 
the world to explore once again. And uh, definitely want to see. I would definitely want to visit Greg and see see the Ritz. Yeah, it's no question. yeah, I know. And I know as a as a champion of uh, Mandarin hotels, you know, here in Australia, the last. 18 months, 19 months, we talk about these new openings, but obviously going to see them is important when we talk to our clients and to really paint the picture for them, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. There's no question about that. I think I think seeing something makes you be able to sell it much better, quite frankly. So absolutely. Um, it's as, it's as, it's pretty simple like that. But um, and I think that's the thing uh, is important. we're not we're not too big. That's what I love yeah. about the company. There's only 35 hotels in 24 countries and we remain, like Greg said, we have a sense of place and it's, it's, we're able to welcome your clients and do a good job of it, put it that way. Yeah, talking about sense of place, a friend, a good friend of mine who, Marcel Toma, who went from Hong Kong to uh, now uh, Marrakesh, It'd kill me if I didn't mention him on this podcast, but uh, I know he's kicking goals in uh, Marrakesh and uh, I had a meeting with him a couple of weeks ago. I mean, the hotel there looks as sense of place as you can get. And uh, I know our clients uh, love to explore the unexplored. So I know Marcel will look forward to welcoming them in, uh, in Marrakesh as well. Um, no, it's absolutely, absolutely um you know, our clients we know are looking for experiences. They're looking for hotels which give them a representation of where they are and is, you know, uniquely that. And clearly there is no better to explore when we can, the Mandarin Oriental Ritz. Madrid, what, what's your favourite dish? Come on, Greg, tell us your favourite meal. That uh... I, I, This, 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 yeah, the paella, um, you know, our rice dish of Spain uh, comes from Valencia. And Valencia is where our, our, our culinary leader, Kike da Costa, three-star Michelin chef, is from. Um, so needless to say, he does a pretty mean paella. So I think that probably that probably needs to take um, pride and position as far as favourite dish so far. But you can't come to Spain without without having a paella. So and I know uh, you've got to get that crust on the bottom without burning it. Knock it up. And That's it. Knock it up. That's, That's it. what it's yeah. Well done. And uh, wow, I. Uh, Let's have a paella. I've got to say that right as well. I've got to say paella. You sort of have to be a bit lazy with the with the, with the drop of the draw. Otherwise, I know they all get a bit, you know, you've got to be very particular. Greg, it's been an absolute pleasure. I know you said you put aside an hour, but most of our clients would have done two laps of uh, uh, Domain Roads at Botanic Gardens uh, um, uh, by now. Um, but it's been an absolute... You've definitely given us a flavour to whet our appetites. And look, we, we've, we see the inquiries coming for 2022. This is about our back to travel. Um, and uh, Peter, just get that emails ready and we'll, uh, we'll be Looking sending forward requests, to welcome a your lot of requests your way from hotels around the world. Greg, thank you. I know well, you're a busy man. It will be, no, it's, it's, it's a great pleasure and it goes without saying that... Uh, I eagerly, eagerly await the time that I get to uh, welcome my fellow Australians um, to, to Spain. And, and rest assured, obviously, there will always be that special touch, uh, particularly from uh, our wonderful friends at Goldman and Travel Call. Thank so, you. Thank pleasure you. Pleasure to talk to you, my friend. You take care.
Thank you, Greg. And thank you, Peter, and everyone. You've been listening thank to Goldman me. on the Go, Goldman on the Go podcast, available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And we'll be doing one a week. So stay tuned for, we've got many more to come while we plan the return to travel. Thank you, everyone, and uh, enjoy the rest of your day.